What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, you busy entrepreneur, you helping you simplify and create better videos for your business and just really create a deeper connection with your audience using video. So if that's something up your alley, let's jump right into today's message. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your hostess with the mostess. Diana Gladney and today's episode is one that I do not talk about enough which is smartphone video. Now you do not have to poke around too far on my channel before you hear me say specifically I don't like making videos with my phone. There is nothing and I mean nothing wrong with making videos with your phone. I just don't like to. <laughs> that's literally all it is. I but here's the here's the kicker though. Like many other content creators, entrepreneurs that got started on YouTube making videos, I started with my phone. And then I bought a new phone shortly after making videos or starting to make uh videos. I uh increased and went and bought a phone based on the video specs. And ever since then, even though I don't typically pay attention to, um, you know, this, uh, you know, I'm not looking for the latest and greatest or what, or what have you. I'm always looking for certain features. I still check and look at the specs of the camera on the phone because at some point I know whether that's just for Instagram stories or anything else I'm going to be using that camera and the footage from it would be important because sometimes I fill in um, or I use my phone for other things. So despite my own personal grumblings about it simply because I prefer and the way I operate, I just essentially prefer to use a um, dedicated camera specifically for video. And it just, the, the way my mind works, that works, that's so much easier for me. Now, why talk about the secret of smartphone video when I don't even really like <laughs> making videos with my smartphone and it's simply because it doesn't take away from that being the truth so in today's episode i want to give you the secret to smartphone video and towards the end of this episode i'm also going to be giving you uh, three of my favorite uh, youtube channels to check out to help you make better smartphone video but let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode so smartphones have every kind of feature that you can think of and they're constantly being improved. They have oftentimes capabilities of other cameras that we uh, content creators, people that actually go out and spend thousands of thousands of dollars on equipment on cameras um, actually would like to have in there. You know, we would like to have some kind of memory storage already in the camera whether you have an sd card or not that way you can just go ahead and you know have some kind of a, a space you know even if that was just five six ten gigabytes it doesn't matter it doesn't even have to be much but something um so in a lot of ways cameras are kind of antiquated in the way that they are and phones aren't there's a thing called computational photography uh which basically is it's computerized analytics of and, and analyzing of an image or a scene 
and you saw that, even though you don't know, may not be familiar with that word, you saw that happen when you start seeing smartphones now being able to um, identify a person, outline that person, and go to the point as far as blurring the background um, artificially. And so that is something now that you probably have on your phone and you probably like it, enjoy. And if even if you don't have it, you're looking at it like that's pretty cool and you've seen that. Well, that is mimicking using computer science, let's just call it that, um, but essentially that computational photography, analyzing it and all the things that an actual photographer would have to do on a camera with a specific lens and dial into certain settings to pull out that kind of blurry background or what's called depth of field, then now you're able to get that on a phone that now has multiple lenses, which to some people look kind of crazy, but now everybody's enjoying it. One's a wide angle, one's for things up close. If you want to get into a telephoto type of thing and, you know, one is good for this. And, you know, so all of these things are bleeding over into uh, other industries. And, and fortunately, we're saying, you know, camera companies go out of business as the market shrinks because more people are just fine with using their phones again, because it has more features and capabilities sometimes not found in a camera. And that also includes the ability to just upload directly to Instagram, connect to the internet right then and there and upload the picture if you want to. And so those technologies are still coming to the camera industry, uh, but the camera manufacturers, again, overall, even with Sony um, being some of one of, were one of the most advanced brands, they still haven't done that yet. So, you know, we're still waiting on that. Whereas with phones, it's a, a yearly upgrade and thing that's just already there and built into. So the thing is, is that despite that being the case, some people still want a cam camera. Now I break cameras down into two categories. The first one being the standard camera category the other one being the advanced camera category. Generally, cameras that are $500 or less are more or less going to fit into this standard content creators camera category. And the reason why I decided to come up with these categories is because it helps to understand and place people and understand where they are and what cameras may work better for them based on their needs and their use case, which helps to give me better uh, a better basis when I'm giving out recommendations because I'm always still asking what does that person intend to do and things like that. Uh, you know, what are they wanting? How much money are they looking to invest in all of those things? And so based on what they tell me, will let me know if they're fitting into that standard or that advanced camera category. And the advanced cameras, those are $600 or more. They're going to have way more features, going to be able to do way more things. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go to one of the highlighted stories that is available when you click on my profile name and all of that stuff. You just go to at Diana Gladney. You'll see that it says um, there's one with some camera icons or what have you, and you'll be able to see what cameras I recommend currently that fit into that standard cameras category and what cameras do I recommend currently that fit into that advanced cameras category. And it's not just only based on price, but that price, those price tiers kind of let you see based on their price, they're going to include certain kinds of feature, how, you know, reliable is the autofocus, how, how many, you know, 
whatever specs that you have for the camera. <laughs> Just literally, I could list a bunch of them. But, you know, are you dealing with unlimited recording or are you dealing with limitations with recording? Does your camera have, you know, natively, is it able to live stream without any kind of hacks, any additional anything? Can it just do it without having to worry about what's possible or do you have autofocus or not? Uh, we'll let you know if it fits into a standard camera category or if it fits into an advanced category. And essentially a standard camera is just really something that you're wanting to record videos with. Maybe there's an offshoot that you might live stream, but probably not. And then the advanced camera is going to have way more. Maybe it's going to have higher resolution. So instead of just 1080p uh, HD video, it's, it's going to have 4K, that ultra high definition video. Uh, maybe it has it in a certain frame rate. It has, you know, super slow motion. It's, you know, all these different things. Again, unlimited recording options and it can stream natively and all these things that you don't have to worry about those cameras don't have nearly as many limitations as sometimes some of the standard cameras will. And to many people's surprise, the Canon M50 fits into that standard cameras category. Now, we're talking about smartphones, but most people, again, especially most entrepreneurs, they will message me, I'll get emails, and they'll say, uh, what camera should I buy? And I'll ask them how much, and sometimes I get a reply and I'll ask them, uh, you know, how much are they willing to invest? And I'll get a reply back um, looking at three to $400. Now, you may think based off of just what I said that that would be a standard camera category. Well, I'm here to tell you that is no camera category because you're right at $500, honestly, for the standard cameras. It's not really less uh, unless it's like on sale, potentially like $450 or $400, or if you find it used or something like that sometimes. However, but that is pretty much it. It's just literally at $500. And then for the most part, that's if you find it maybe $50 more, or if you're finding it a little bit cheaper, maybe because it's used or something like that. Uh, and that's it. But if you only have about $300 or something like that, that's not anything that you even want to in, in, it's not even at that point, unfortunately, I was going to be blunt and said, it's not an investment. It's a waste of money. And here's the thing. I don't like to give recommendations that are a waste of money. I don't need affiliate income that bad to make bad recommendations. Um, and to the point of it being a bad uh, investment per se, because it's not enough money that's being invested to really spend some money on a camera. You're not just buying a camera. Most people's budget is whatever that number is for the whole shebang that that has nothing to do with the memory cards. And so like with those advanced cameras, the accessories are more the, um, the memory cards that you need to operate and func function. Those cameras are more like I had got a kit off Amazon uh, it came with like a lens and it was just like some extra free accessories. It wound up being not too bad, uh, for the exact same price of the lens new. I just got some extra stuff. So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever I don't need, I can pitch or give away. And then, you know, the other stuff that I uh, could use it, you know, would be helpful. And if there was quite a few things in there I could use, I was like, so this is not bad, not a bad buy. But when you look at that price, that's not including the uh, accessories and all the things and the extra batteries and uh, a tripod, especially starting from scratch. And that's usually where most people are coming from. The lighting that you need, make sure you get the right lights. And so everything can't be cheap and to, to a point to where a lot of times cheap is a bad thing when it comes to video equipment. It's not always about the price. And I've talked about this uh, before where uh, I've given the example of 
if you were having your child and you're taking them to daycare and you only ask about the price as a parent, that that's a bad thing because it's going to make you make bad decisions. You have looked into nothing about the safety. You didn't ask questions or anything about how many times do they eat per day. You didn't ask anything about background checks, like none of the the things that are more important than price. Don't get me wrong. Price is going to be a factor, but the, the most important things haven't even been talked about because you led with price first. And that's sometimes the same things that happen. A lot of times, the same thing that happens with cameras and buying cameras. Most people leave with the price first versus the value. And so I always ask, what are you doing? Don't give me the price. I'll ask. Eventually, I need to know. But don't give me the price. Tell me what you need. And then I'll tell you, you probably need to save some more money to do that because $300 is just the accessories of the what you would need the lights the tripods the uh, microphones the the and the variations of the microphones the right memory cards and things like that and sometimes people try to cheap out and they'll buy stuff on Amazon and then I get another message from hey this isn't working I'm like yeah because you bought the wrong thing I've had to have so many of those conversations it's honestly frustrating because it's like don't try to be cheap either don't invest or, or if you're like really not ready to invest, let's not do that yet. Let's wait and get the right things first because it's a waste of money when you get the wrong things and then you're trying to make the wrong things right and it never does. So smartphones really aren't dealing with any of this stuff. You may get if your camera or or your not your camera, but your smartphone takes uh, uh, not just a SIM card, but a memory card then maybe you could get some, some extra storage there, but that's probably not a factor because you can always offload that footage using the apps, which isn't a thing that's really available on cameras like it should be by now. You can offload those into apps like Dropbox, Google Drive, or any other storage place that you prefer digitally. You can upload directly to you know Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you prefer. And you're good to go and off, off, offload that footage, uh, even YouTube and have an unlisted or private and offload that footage. And you don't really have to worry about that. Smartphones are literally right in the middle of between a standard and an advanced camera. And a lot of times it's leaning more towards the advanced than the standard because there are things in smartphones that the standard cameras don't have. And so the secret is that smartphones remove excuses and most people want to use the fact like say I only have a phone when in essence the that is the one thing that you need to remove your your own excuse as to why you can't get started in video yet because truthfully you can get around the lights and the microphone or or buy a very honestly budget friendly microphone that's amazing quality that may be seven twelve or even twenty four dollars and they're amazing at all price points and it's not like oh it's cheap sounding no i mean like really great stuff stuff that i even use on the shoots because it's it's comparable to other microphones and i mean like extremely Comparable, like it's a hairline difference and you have to be an audio engineer to really pinpoint the difference. And at that point, you know, it's like the same way you do video editing. 
um, editings to photos and things. There's audio editing as well. And so it's just like if it's just like a one or two bump on one meter or one level, it's not a difference at that point. Right. So the smartphones, they remove excuses. They have more features. They're easy to edit and on the go. They're easy to upload to. Again, whether you're offloading that footage someplace um, or if you are uploading it directly, uh, you get great quality. You have apps that will equip you and it'll really expand your creative abilities from apps that you can use to do video editing. There are apps you can use to do photo editing. Uh, and I mean, really high quality, professional looking stuff. And, and honestly, you don't need more than your phone. The only time that you need a camera if you're going to be creating videos is if you want a dedicated tool to do a singular job. That's it. You don't need a camera. It's solely a want. Now, I got frustrated with using my phone because I preferred to just have a dedicated tool because maybe my notes, like my bullet points of what I want to cover or um, if I'm using my phone for a tutorial also, it's like I'm using basically using my phone for other things. And then also, I just didn't want to use my phone for a camera it was more frustrating. Um, if I needed to stand further away um, or something like that, it just it was too much, too many things where I couldn't just turn a dial. I got to dig through the menus or things like that. And now we're digging digging into prefer, preference uh, at that point. And so I preferred to have for me what would be easier of using a dedicated tool. So if you had that three or $400 mark, I would even encourage you to save and double up on that, get you either an advanced camera or a standard camera, whichever you know it fits into where you are creatively and what you're trying to do over the next one to two years, that you'll have that camera before you even probably look at uh, upgrading it maybe. Um, and then, and it's not even an upgrade per se, it's just like changing cameras at this point because the, the differences uh, between cameras is very nominal. Like I have both the Sony a6400 and the Sony a6600 and the difference is most people are like, oh, is it an upgrade? It's just really no, it's just like different tools uh, that are very similar and just for slightly different use cases. And it's pretty much it, essentially the same camera. And so I said that earlier in this episode, I was going to give you some, um, basically some channels that you can go to that'll help you. Because like I said, I prefer to just have a dial that I can change and touch and adjust things. And it, it just made more sense to me to do it that way because I don't like the touchscreen kind of a thing. It just, for whatever reason, it doesn't vibe well with me. I'm more of like pen and paper. I need something to touch or, or what have you. And again, so like the phone, it's just, it does all of the things that you need sometimes more and a lot of times more than what a standard camera can do on its own with a kit lens and all this down or whatever. Cause most people think they're going to get the amazing looking things that they see on YouTube with the lens that comes free with the camera. And that's not going to happen. You can make it look, you know, good to decent, but, or decent to good, but, and sometimes great depending, but at the same time, and that's this more skill at that point, if you're starting new and you now realize like, oh, well, what lens do I need to get it to look like this to get the blurry background? And you start to realize those limitations of that cheap, potentially standard camera that you invested in. 
isn't quite working out and then video gets frustrating whereas you can just get started and get consistency under your belt because you're creating content and you started with your phone so the thing is when you're using your your phone or a camera versus a phone it's kind of the same way like we buy like i just got a new macbook pro uh, it's awesome I'm so excited to have it and but it's no different than when i had my old or other not even old but just other macbook pro and the thing is even though it comes built in with the keyboard guess what i went and bought well, I think this was either sometimes earlier, sometime earlier this year or sometimes la towards the end of last year. I think it's sometimes towards the end of last year. I bought a keyboard, spent like maybe $130 on a keyboard, even though one already comes and is already literally built into the computer. I went and specifically bought a dedicated mouse and a dedicated keyboard. Now, the computer already has that much like a phone would already have everything you need built into it. But I just wanted something a little bit different. That's a little bit more dedicated to the way I prefer to work and work best, which is having, you know, off to the side, a full trackpad, not trackpad, but the number pad and keypad. And then having my keep like the standard standardized way with the space and everything in a dedicated mouse. So that I can, you know, move and, and operate and edit and things like that. So my efficiency can stay where it is for editing versus being kind of clumped all into one uh, with just the numbers across the top for the laptop. Both are keyboards. Both work. Both will let you achieve great things. But now we're leaning into preference and how you prefer to work. However, it's like buying a computer when you're comparing that smartphone to a camera and saying that I cannot type anything because I need to buy a keyboard when you already have one built into your computer. So it's that same kind of analogy. So here's some channels that you um, absolutely should go and subscribe to on YouTube. Even if you're not really into the whole YouTube scene, everybody prefers different platforms on social or maybe just like reg watching regular TV. Spend some time on these channels. Um, the first channel is called iPhoneographers. And so it's literally all one word and it's just like it sounds iPhone and then it's O G is in golf, R is in Ralph, A P is in Paul, H is in Harry, E R is in Ralph, S is in Sarah, Sarah, iPhone agraphers. And none of those are probably the real military, military things. It's not even the S for Sarah. That's just my friend's name. So, <laughs> you know, um, I don't even know what the S would be in this moment, but it's just like iPhone agraphers. That's the first channel. Got his amazing short tutorials that make it easy for you to figure out what to do and how to do and all the things. Uh, and it works out really well. So definitely check out that channel. Very easy to follow um, from some beginner things, even like just more just it, it, he just he just does a really great job um, in explaining a lot of things from being able to tell a story more um, using certain apps, just comparing accessories anything and everything revolving around uh, a phone. Um, that channel has it. Second channel would be D Nimmin, and it's just D-E-E, -E, there is a space, uh, and his last name, N-I, M is in Mary, M is in Mary, I is in Ivan, N is in Nancy, D Nimmin. D is great because his channel is all about phones and all the videos you're seeing are shot on his phone. 
D is a master when it comes to using your phone and the apps. And here's this one compared to that one. Here is a cheap or budget friendly or amazing app. And just like all he's done so much of the heavy lifting when it comes to maximizing the use of your phone. Um, it, it just baffles me the things that he's able to create, because for me, it's just like my brain just said goes to sleep. When I when I pull out my phone and just wakes up and it's on 12 when I'm using <laughs> using a camera. And so it's just it's just the way I operate. Um, and so but D is amazing. He's a he's a master with his phone. Uh, and so he does a, a ton of things. And even and like I'm subscribing and I watch have no intentions of getting into <laughs> making videos with the phone. But it does help to know and to be able to recommend what does work or, you know, at least see the advancements in what's happening and track along. So just in the offshoot that I do have to use my phone, I'm aware uh, and educated in what I need to do, what I could do uh, and what's possible. So absolutely go and subscribe to D's channel. Last channel uh, to absolutely check out is called Luma Touch, L-U-M-A Touch. Those are two different words and they are the company that made the um, smartphone editing application called Luma Fusion. I don't know if Luma Fusion is an iPhone only thing. I think it is. And don't also get thrown off with the iPhoneographers channel because if you have an Android phone as well, um, which D does like D Nimmin, the other channel I recommend, he does like Android and Apple devices. iPhoneographers, he does specifically I believe stick to the point of his name, iPhones. But the thing is, it's like most of the apps generally just about can kind of work on both um, or there at least are some. But what he teaches is universal. I started following his uh, channel long before um, I ever switched to iPhone. So um, there's it's still super, super beneficial. Uh, and then LumaTouch, I'm not sure. I think LumaFusion is an iPhone only uh, application. Um, but LumaFusion is a phenomenal editing software. I refuse to buy it simply because <laughs> I have so many contradictions. <laughs> I refuse to buy it even though I absolutely love it because I I just know I hate. I've tried even like uh, up to a month ago just trying to, um, you know, kind of condense, reduce editing, get to try to see if I wanted to introduce any kind of smartphone video content creation on my channel and the answer is absolutely not i refuse because i hate it i mean i abhor creating with my phone i just really do editing all of it it's not enough um, screen real estate for me like there are so many different things whereas for other people the efficiency the ease of use all that stuff works so here's the thing i'm saying all of this to say don't let your phone be an excuse. But at the same time, if you're like me and you know you need that external keyboard versus the one that just came with your Mac, like you need a dedicated tool, be okay with getting that. But just don't buy cheaply based on a price. Actually get what you need if that's the thing. And then know that your camera is always two investments or like you're investing in the actual tool. And you're actually investing also into learning that tool. But uh, LumaFusion, amazing, incredible app. It's like having Final Cut Pro 10 uh, on your phone. So absolutely check out those three channels. But that is uh, essentially what I'm calling the secret of smartphone videos and creating videos with your smartphone because it just removes 
excuses. And if you can begin to remove your own excuses, there won't be a reason as to why you cannot create videos. It simply will stop being a problem for you. So don't let the specific device hold you back. Uh, because even though I didn't like creating with my phone, I did it anyway. So that way, by the time you get the camera or you save up to get it or whenever the time is right, you already have the grit and a schedule and consistency on your side to know that no matter what, even as you as you are learning your camera, when whatever variation that is, the content will always continue to come out and you will continue to produce content consistently. So that's where I'm going to leave it for today's uh, video simplified podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please take a moment of your time. Go into your favorite podcast player. Type in the video simplified podcast. Um, you'll see it come up when you click on that title. You'll see that there are there are options to write a review. When you click on write a review, you'll have the option to leave a certain amount of stars um, up to five and write a review. Doesn't have to be long, but it is greatly appreciated. If you would take that time, just stop for a second when you get a minute, literally, and just leave a rating or a review. I'd appreciate that. But that's what I'm going to leave for today's Video Simplified Podcast. Uh, and as I always love to end my shows, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sail. So with that, guys, live with passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for checking out today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the content that you heard. And if you did, make sure you leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast player. And I do read and check all of those. So it'd be greatly appreciated. But more than that, leave a message. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Diana Gladney and let me know your thoughts. If you want it published, we can do that. If not, I'll listen to it and just hold it close and near and dear to my heart but otherwise guys make sure you subscribe to entree woman tv if you want more video tips and things like such as but otherwise guys i will see you on the next episode on the video simplified podcast take care and as always live with passion